0: Welcome to the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. I'm joined here today with none other than fan-favorite former Pod King, Ian Dixon. And we were just talking about going to the grocery store and how I can't even stand going to one. Mm -hmm. But he's managed to plan a day around going to two, Kroger and Meyer. No,
1: Meyer and Trader Joe.
0: Oh, never mind. Meyer and Trader Joe. I don't know why I said Kroger. (laughs) Because that's just where I was. Well, now that you say Trader Joe, I can almost understand. Yeah, you know, Meyers has got a lot of more of the basic goods, but Trader Joe has a lot more of the like uh, Aldi's priced but Whole Foods quality.
1: Right. Your your specialty vegan
0: fare. Oh yes, 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 and like five dollar wines. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I actually got a twelve dollar wine splurged a little bit.
0: Wow, that's like a thirty dollar wine at Meyer. right? Yeah, so yeah. That's it's,
1: that's, uh, I think y- you brought over that like nineteen Crimes brand before. It's got yeah. like the old timey picture. Uh, they, I guess they collaborated with Snoop Dogg for a wine, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Oh <Callie> shit! Red. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get this. Like, Cali Red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, shit! Like I've actually had that before. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Like did you watch the video?
1: No. I just like saw it in the store and I was like, oh fuck, I gotta get this now.
0: (laughs) It smells as tastes like skunk. (laughs) I believe that. (laughs) It doesn't actually. (laughs) But I I wouldn't be surprised. Like I would I would almost buy it more if it was like (laughs) some sort of weed flavored wine. (laughs) (laughs) Has that terpene taste to it? So, you go to Kroger... No, not Kroger. Fuck. You go to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. You go to Meijer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm curious to know, which checkout experience do you prefer? Trader Joe's, where they, like, talk to you and try to be your friend? Yeah. Or Meyer, where they're just like, I don't give a shit who you are. You're over 40. Let's just get out of here. Meyer. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: I want to be in and out. I don't want to talk to anybody.
0: Yeah. That's the way to be. I don't understand why Trader Joe's insists on like all the all the people, you got to be friends with them. You got to be part of the neighborhood. No, you don't. You're hawking fucking cornmeal at people. <laughs> I don't need to be friends with you. I'm more I feel more friendly to like the U scan people who uh before I'm even checked out, they just take over the register, go to the age verification, say I'm over 40. And then leave without saying a word or checking any ID <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> these bastions of efficiency that's yeah. what we need America to be made of. that's right, so how long does it take from beginning to end in this like two grocery store journey, including the drive? it took about two hours that's like uh you have to devote a quarter of your day' yeah it's like, in,
1: it's like well that's that's my uh work for the day you know
0: yeah hauling and going to the market
1: yeah hence why we're potting remote and i'm just like i'm not leaving the house again today (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) i understand that completely (laughs) like i can't even i could barely even get there because i don't come up with good lists yeah. For for Meyer or grocery storing, every time I go, I always get like this random selection of things and allow impulse to control. Mm-hmm. And the bill is always, I don't know how it happens, but it's always a hundred dollars. Yeah. Always. And you get home and you've got like nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, why did I need this candle? <laughs> it's forty
1: dollars.
0: <laughs> how long is this thing supposed to burn? Forever? Can I power my house with it?
1: That's one of my favorite things is like watching people's carts in the checkout line and you get somebody (laughs) with like 40 bags of Doritos and
0: like a bottle of vodka
1: and that's it. I'm like, I wonder wonder what that guy's doing tonight.
0: (laughs) You know what he's eating. (laughs) You just dip in the Doritos. You know, that could be a thing. You could uh, crush up the Doritos and like put it in the vodka let it Infuse with flavor and have Dorito vodka.
1: Mm-hmm. You could. Maybe that's yeah.
0: what he's doing. I bet he's mixing it in his belly, though. <laughs> <laughs> I always get afraid of people like looking at my cart and like. That's why I like the U Scan. Nobody judge me in my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to know that I'm relatively clueless when it comes to a cleaning my house. So, like any like random like, why are you buying two Swiffer mops? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm relatively clueless with feeding myself like I'm getting better mm-hmm. you know I'm picking up some trade secrets from Sabell, from uh, from cookbooks and stuff but I'm nowhere near the efficiency of the Dixon kitchen every time I go there it's like a, a full-on hobbit meal is presented to me <laughs> <laughs> you probably you're probably way better at grocery shopping than I am do you have like a system not, a list not like really some, like,
1: you know, we had a list today Don't always have a list. Yeah, it's a lot easier if you think about, like, what meals you want to have during the week.
0: Then you know, like, what you need. Such logical considerations that I just (laughs) blindly ignore. But yeah, sometimes it's just like, well,
1: easy things, frozen meals, and, like, just vegetables, staples to have on hand, you know?
0: Sometimes I'll organize a list by section and store, but that's as good as it gets. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'll map the store in my brain and then organize the sections of food. And, like, the entire point is I want to get out in under 30 minutes. (laughs) So, uh, where are we? Oh, I don't know. I don't have any lists (laughs) or anything. (laughs) I don't have anything prepared besides two sound effects. (laughs) What did we learn today? Scott's great (laughs) at planning. (laughs) We learned that episodes don't have to be an hour long. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that's what, what, what if we uh, commit to Scott Cast every week, no matter what. We'll publish like on Friday or something. And that just means sometimes we show up and we're just like, did you have a good week? No, me neither. Okay, bye, everybody. Yeah. I was actually thinking, what if, now hear me out on this one, because it'll reek of stuff that you probably wouldn't like immediately, but it's for good cause. Okay. We convert Scottcast to a completely premium model, a paid podcast. People who already listen, grandfather it in; they get a free account, and all that, mm-hmm. and it's for life. You know, they but you just have to sign up within the next year. And then after that, all growth paid, like five bucks a month or a year, or a decade or lifetime. <sighs> How are we?
1: How are you expecting people to like get word of it and commit to that? Kind of not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like we've got our core audience and we're locking them in and no one else can listen unless they pay us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Keep it small. <laughs> yeah. like maybe if one of us gets like a a prank show on some sort of TV network that gets played 24/7 and we become famous. Then that might bolster itself into a business, but mm-hmm. but until then, it's just like an extremely niche podcast with a premium model and 30-some-odd subscribers, you know, most of them on the free plan that we don't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like, hey, these guys are like boutique potters, you know? Mm-hmm. Respect. I won't check them out, but Respect. I don't know about that one, but I'm not the pod
1: king anymore, so I guess I don't get to make these decisions.
0: And that's the thing, I don't get to make these decisions either. I, we have to rely on pod king David. Yeah. The dread pod king himself. I will say he's hes up to date on the pod. Like, when a pod drops, no matter what mm-hmm. he's doing that day, he listens. he He just goes in, listens, takes notes, sends mm-hmm. me the notes. which is good i like that i like uh i I like knowing somebody's there (laughs) somebody in the ether (laughs) and that i'm not just all alone in the universe
1: so this is an exciting cast so far grocery shopping bullshitting yeah uh yeah, did we have any, like, actual topics or,
0: like, email bags or... Well, I've got a list of index cards that I'm kind of, that kind of have topics. Like, check this one out. Sabelle and I were at dinner. Somehow the topic of Sneaky D's music preferences came up. Okay. I think she was just like, well, what would he listen to? Okay. And I, it kind of caught me off guard because I was just like... Well, what does he listen to? I'm not sure. And then I just guessed, you know, he probably listens to, like, like I know he's shown me anime music and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's just what he listens to. Like, on his Spotify accounts or, I guess, YouTube accounts, like, that's really his go-to music is anime theme songs. <laughs> okay. And she was like, uh, oh, I don't i don't believe that for a second come on come on and then i texted sneaky d and his response exactly was oh you know i like to listen to anime theme songs and stuff like that and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) i nailed it she thought he listened to country music really yeah which was okay i i don't really see it like i'm trying to picture him and like like a jeans with a belt buckle and a tucked in <laughs> shirt, you know, square dancing and some barn. I <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> but it turns out that's what he listens to when people are looking at him. He mm-hmm. did add that at the end. So we were both technically right, Spell and I. Hmm. Wait, so he wants people to think he listens to country music? <laughs> Yeah, that's like his go-to, oh, I'm in public, I don't want (laughs) awkward looks music. Wow. You know, I think he should wave his freak flag high. Just listen to your anime blasting. Yeah. I would be more ashamed of country music. Honestly, Honestly, it's not a great palliative, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wonder what kind, though. Mm -hmm. It's not classic country. You know that. It's not like he's listening to Johnny Cash or something. right? He's definitely listening to whoever Tim McGraw is today, you know, <laughs> I've, I've, I haven't paid attention to country since, uh, 2010 or 2005. Mm. So I don't know who the big hullabaloo is. Have you ever been, have you ever like been insulted with country? Um, my first job
1: as a pharmacy tech <laughs> it was in like this little farming community outside of Saginaw. And that's what, they played in the uh the store for the most part it was country sometimes i could get them to switch it to like classic rock which was still not great but tolerable
0: it's a better step up so yeah
1: it- i've been exposed to that before but that was what 20 years ago now
0: yeah did do any <laughs> uh do any of the courses still stick out to you all my exes live in Texas. I'm sure that was one of them. <laughs> it sounds like it would be like I'm trying to think, because like that's a kind of about the time, maybe not 20 years, but uh, kind of about the last time like country was around me. Yeah.
1: What was there was this? Uh, it's like save a horse, ride a cowboy. Or <laughs> <something>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think that, yeah, that was the dropping off point. That was the big divergent point (laughs) in country music where it was just like, oh, no, no respect anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Save a horse, ride a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's basically just the hip, like, the pop hip hop of Mm -hmm. country. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. It just uses all the, like, the coochie little terms. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh yeah, everyone here loves tractors and cowboys and and wild west imagery, and but but this song's mostly about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, same thing with the gangster rap songs that are purporting to be about being interested in gangsters, but really they're just talking about fucking. Yeah, it's a whole like I feel like those like that grouping of songs, particularly mm-hmm. 2005 era, they should be delivered and wrapped up in the same package i guess it would be just radio yeah radio hits of the day maybe we should start our own genre (laughs) what fucking music uh, (laughs) yeah
1: call it tingle core it'll be about like fucking big feet and raptors space raptors
0: okay all right but the thing with this is that the music has to come from a musical tradition that's actually respectable. So who are we ripping off to create? (laughs) Is it like the metal, the melodic, uh, Prague rock? I I don't know.
1: I don't know that a lot of people respect that, to be honest.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's... Some musicians do. uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously that's my preference, but, uh, if we're looking to break over into pop radio, I don't think that's the way to go.
0: Well, maybe it is, though, because it's, like, a lot of these, like, origins of country and hip-hop music are of people, like, doing really important socially conscious work in the underground. And, like, these records just spread, grassroots style, and then it hits the radio, but that's when it gets fuckified. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we could just preempt the fuckification, people will just think... We, we've we invented a whole new fuck music. Yeah. We're skipping the grassroots section, you know, because that could only grow so much with prog rock and metalcore and hobbitcore or whatever it is we're going for. And we're going right to sell out. Mm-hmm. Would you change your name? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to be associated with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm long known for associating my name with the spurious things, but even I think I'll have to. <laughs> we will be the Jerry Maguire as well. I'll be called Jerry. There you go. The latest Chuck Tingle book. He came out with the recent one. He sent it to me. There's a big mm-hmm. Godzilla versus King Kong craze going on for some reason. Is there a movie mm-hmm. coming out or something? I'm not sure. Well, point is Chuck Tingo made a made a fuck book about it. <laughs> of course he did. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying the word fuck a lot because I watched that history of swearing with uh Nicolas Cage recently. Oh, hell yeah. That was great. Yeah, I i saw the just the first episode about fuck. That's how he says it. Mhm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when you get to the shit episode, there's a lot of good uh, historical uh, other other words for shit. Biscumber is, is a good one. Biscumber?
0: Yeah. Wow, that's like a very, con- is it is it considered a swear like in its time? Um, Well, it means to spray with shit. Oh, spray.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I guess to shit upon. To shit
0: upon, but like in
1: a biscumber spraying someone. style? Discharging an amount of, of excrement over a person.
0: Oh, okay. So it's specifically... Like doing a shit on
1: somebody. <laughs> shitting
0: on someone. <laughs> you know, that could be the name of this podcast. <laughs> we we have a lot of Biscumber sec- sections. We do. Mild Biscumbrance. Never, uh, how do you say, spiteful or hateful Biscumbrance. But Biscumbrance, nonetheless, there there's probably equal parts Biscumbrance upon Elon Musk and sh- and kissing ass of Elon Musk. Probably, yeah, yeah. He's he's balanced that line. He's like the Zen of Biscumbrance and shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the most important part of podcasting is curiosity. That's true. The most important, like no matter what gets brought to. The podcast. When you're in pod space, everything becomes an object of inquiry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's no there's no such thing as a stupid question. Well, it is there is, but there's not a, such a thing as a stupid question that it's not worth discussing. So do you have
1: some some stupid
0: questions to ask? I <laughs> guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Do you read the news a lot?
1: Um, it kind of depends. Generally, I do. It's been a pretty busy week, so I haven't so much this week. And I'm usually like looking for weird news and like science news, and it's mostly been just political crap. That it's not really news. It's like different people talking about what's happening,
0: which is not not as uh, intriguing to me. That's fair. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat with that kind of stuff. I read the news a lot. I've I'm subscribed to a couple papers and I read the digital versions of them and I feel like I'm like doing my civic duty by staying up on the happenings of the big wigs and government and shit. Yeah. But and honestly it's like the more I read it the the less I give a shit. Yeah. It's it's just almost always like uh just weird party line stuff. It's almost never actionable. In mm-hmm. any way, in my own life, like, yeah. I've never read a news story by a top publisher and thought, "Oh, I better change the way I live." <laughs> so, what is the value of reading the news? I, I ended up starting my own news corporation. I'm a big shot editor now. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, I'm a big That's sh- news to me. Right here's my first bit of news as a big shot fucking editor, is. Look at me, I'm a big shot fucking editor. How do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a new website. I'll show, I'll show it to you. It's got the world's greatest domain name. It's called bitchin.news. News. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mine. Nice. And all it is right now is like a homepage. It's got a big shaggy black dog as a... Big droopy black dog as uh, the logo, the mascot. And it's all the news that's bitchin' we print. So it's all bitchin' news. It's not any political garbage. It's not... There's one rule, it's like no posting about dead people. It's just a bunch of snarky headlines, basically. Nice. Uh, Well, I guess this one kind of sounds political, but it was more of a pun in my mind. The first headline today is, uh, Bill Nye implores Biden to protect Earth from dangerous assholes. Now, uh, the real headline was Dangerous Asteroids, but I Mm -hmm. decided to write assholes. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I have just showed everybody how easy it is to become a publisher of news. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much thought's required, folks.
1: There was that one pretty sweet story about... uh, That kid who totally called out NPR
0: Oh right (laughs) I don't have I don't have the back (laughs) Catalog activated on this site yet (laughs) But uh, there's this kid who uh, Called out NPR's All Things Considered You guys call yourself All Things Considered And I trusted you On this This child (laughs) I trusted you that you would consider all things and that nothing would escape from your consideration. But quoth! All I hear is political garbage. What gives? There's not even a single episode about dinosaurs, not a single one. NPR, answer yourself. And he ended the news, not the news, he ended the letter with this sound.
1: Did you consider that?
0: (laughs) NPR? Assholes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't consider it. And I'm I'm almost kind of annoyed with it. The eight-year-old 100% deserves Citizen of the Week designation. All sorts of stuff. Applause. I'm inserting applause right now. Trust me. Eight-year-old deserves that for calling him out because he's correct. But then... NPR totally fucking punted the topic by doing like a cute PR piece in a slow (laughs) Newsweek where they ask him questions and tell him to ask them questions about dinosaurs that they answered. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it? No, it's not it. There's so much more shit. (laughs) Fuck you, NPR. Fuck you. They think they're so fucking great. They need to be biscumbered upon. Right? I biscumber you, <laughs> <NPR>. <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> it's a step in the right direction because of noble people like that eight year old. Yeah. You know? The fact that NPR biscumbered upon the problem. By producing a half-assed episode, of all things considered, that kinda was about dinosaurs. It was more about like how great NPR thinks they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not a that's more of a problem. But now we know it. The sore spot is revealed. That's what news is about. Mm-hmm. But never credit the news organization for the good work the news does. It is but individuals. We might be breaking the rules by talking so much about news on the 13th. Well, we're technically not talking about news, man. We're talking about me starting a bitchin' news organization. (laughs) That's true. David said, um, by the way, he reviewed our episode, like I said immediately. Um, Mm -hmm. And he said he was very proud of us for... uh, Eventually not talking about news. We talked about news for the first 30 minutes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, we went into dream territory, and we went into deeply psychoanalyzing me and and uh, all sorts of revealing information about my psyche, which mm-hmm. I was, like, hesitant to publish. I was like, do I want people to know my psyche here? You know, they're going to assume things because... Because that's how it happens in the media, is you hear clips and you make a massive assumption and generalization about a man's entire life. Like, I've never broken into your house, Ian. Have I not? Not to my knowledge, no. But people might think that. So, he was proud of us for uh, not doing news. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) His pride means nothing to you, does it? It's like... It's like being gifted a dead pigeon by a cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good to be in the good graces of the pod king, but yeah, it's not really of any consequence to my day to day.
0: Yeah. That's fair. What would have to be what would be of consequence to you? Like who would have to comment in the Scott Cast universe upon a podcast and being like, I'm proud of you for this podcast? Master Charles, maybe? uh bendy himself yeah i
1: mean i would like accolades from from any of those folks but but not david (laughs) i mean i I guess like i don't have the goal of potting to please others i just like kind of like hanging out you know what i'm saying so other people can like it or not like it and i'm just like
0: having a good time hanging out i think that's how that's how like art should be made right it's like yeah. you can always look ex post facto at the art and be like, "This is how it was made. This is why it's good. This is the structure of it. This is where it is." And you know, do all that kind of analysis and and uh, poking. Mm-hmm. But if you seek to create while having that framework before you, like we're gonna we're gonna just acknowledge this framework and like make it based on that then it's like you're not even present for the creation of the thing. So if you're going to make a great podcast, it doesn't matter how it's received, like you say. What matters mm-hmm. is that you're there when it happens. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think of all the people on ScottCast, I am the least here when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always, like, I got, like, a list of shit I want to talk about. I've got a mixer I got to worry about. I'm thinking about how smooth my voice sounds, <laughs> you know? I'm uh, lining up my next drink. I got, uh, uh, you know, dreams of fame and and glory. Mm-hmm. Like, one day we're going to release a podcast that gets a Nobel Peace Prize in podcasting. <laughs> and i'm sure of it and then we're gonna refuse it because we're gonna be like i don't want your blood money nobel <laughs> <laughs> you know so I, so i'm trying to be more present and i and i think that's why i like david's pride and stuff and are mm-hmm. not doing news because i think that's what he's aiming for in his Podkingency. Transform, mm-hmm. not you, because like, how can you improve upon Ian? <laughs> but transform the guiding energy, which happens to be the sound guy. I mean, it's just a responsibility I bear. Mm-hmm. To a more present energy, a more artistic and zen energy. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at.
1: Boy, I feel Zen already. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nothing disconcerting about that at all.
0: <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be present. Maybe it's good that I'm a space cadet. <laughs> Uh, but you know. Let just be how it be. Oh shit, man. Tomorrow's your birthday. It is. Fucking hey, man. Here's a here's a celebratory T-Rex yell. That's a happy yell. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah. He was like, happy birthday. <laughs> So uh what are you doing to celebrate? You know, it's it happens to be on V day itself too. What what takes yeah. precedence?
1: Uh I mean I don't I don't know that it's going to be all that much of a celebration. It's like kind of just another day at this point. 35 like meh.
0: 35 so that's a pretty good that's a pretty good year. It's one of the fives, you know. We've yeah. learned on Scottcast that you celebrate fives for no reason. It's because it's half a ten. That's why. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's fine, I, I guess. I kind of already got, like, my gifts. My family mailed me cards and money and stuff, and Bronwyn decided to give my gifts yesterday so I could enjoy them over the weekend instead of, like, getting them on Sunday and then going to work and not really getting to play around with them. Oh, what did you get? So she got me a, uh, another guitar pedal. Nice. All which right. Is good.
0: Which one? You uh, have an echo
1: and now you got a what? Yeah. Uh, so she got me like a, a multi effects, like a zoom X one something. Oh,
0: really? A zoom? Yeah. That's what I we had, record like, all our Scott casts with that
1: company's products. Yeah. Um, I had, like, a Digitech something or other from... That was, like, the first pedal I had ever gotten with my guitar. And it's kind of like, you can only switch through the presets in one direction. <laughs> she's like, maybe you need a new pedal. And I was like, nah, that's all, it's fine. <laughs> and then she was like, no, you do. So she got me a fancy one. And you can, like, connect it to the, uh, the old interwebs and, like, download new patches and tones and stuff so that's pretty cool it's like an ever-evolving sort of thing yeah and then she also got me a uh what's it called hold on let me go peek at what it's called
0: (laughs) a stylophone a stylophone yeah it's
1: like a little pocket synthesizer it's got like a stylus that you put on this metal pad and it does different tones depending on where you are on the pad
0: Ooh, so it's like a, it's, it's like a little compact theremin but with yeah, a stylus kinda. yep the two dimensional theremin if you could say yes in a way <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I got lots of
1: fun musical stuff to play around with.
0: All right, like, are, are you going to be recording music? Is it time to start a ska cast band? Is it time to start fuck music? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we've got t- we got all the tingle core. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some tingle core. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to Sabell tonight for Valentine's Day dinner, and uh, I'll be like Sabelle? Uh, ian and i were embarking on a whole new this is after last episode by the way we're embarking on a whole new genre of music called fuck music with our tinglecore band the fuck buddies (laughs) (laughs) he's got a stylophone and everything i've got loops i've got this sound effect Take that fuck music.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't put them
0: in the mood. I don't know what will. (laughs) (laughs) Just you on stylophone. You've got like it on some heavy bass setting, and then just me being like. you go at it (laughs) oh mind the hamstrings i don't know what the hell we're talking about (laughs) but we should start a band we like i have got i've got some guitar skills and um i've been looking into the youtubes uh Looking at how people like come up with their guitar tones and like these people making them, I used to have a guitar pedal a lot like the one you've uh, you used to have, where it was like you just mm-hmm. cycle through effects and it's like all eight bit bullshit. Mm-hmm. And like I thought that was like the highest tech stuff at the time, but nowadays it's like you can download any guitar tone you want. Like let's say you want to be exactly Jim uh, Jimi Hendrix. Purple yeah. Hay style, you like you download it. It's amazing. It's perfect fidelity. Yeah, like it seems like oh, this is a good time to get into guitar and into get into getting these new effects. I mean, you're doing it. I, I've got to keep up with the Joneses' reflex. We should start a band to justify that reflex. Yeah, why not? Yeah, justify that consumerism. And since we don't have to do live shows for a long while anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll have plenty of time to practice and get our get our fuck sound good hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I like really like you know a dedicated listener uh big on the detroit music scene awesome man with good tastes uh he did punk music and now he does folk music so pretty good combination of our tastes scott fab listens mhm i want i want his opinion on fuck music <laughs> <laughs> Should we do this? Should we try to make a whole new genre of like Prague-based music for uh, about fucking? Let us know right into email bag. <laughs> now we'll really know if he listens fifty minutes into <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the podcast that started blazingly with "Hey, how do you do groceries?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but this is a good. This is a good vibe. I think Pod King David is uh, doing well. I would I give him an iota of praise. One iota mm-hmm. of praise to David. And then there's like a sound effect of an iota being passed. <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to hear it over the remote, Ian. Because it's so small. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was going to bring up the fact that Screech died. Yeah. But, uh. It was too long ago, and now Mm. I have nothing to say about it. Didn't he have, like, a weird sex tape that came out at some point? He did, and then, even more scandalous, it turns out he had a stunt double. A fuck double, if you will. Stunt cock. Stunt cock. Yeah. He filmed a few scenes of him being like, uh, yeah, I'll do it. And then he didn't do it. Mm. He was basically the screech of the porn production (laughs) that's a a pigeonholed roll if I've ever heard one yeah
1: yeah I don't know how much I have to say about screech (laughs) me neither
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that was our loving tribute to those who've passed recently (laughs) there's a reason why we don't do that that's fair all right, so if you had to, do you think you'd win in a fight against uh, Tom Cruise? Oh, no, certainly not. No? No. Yeah, he's kind of got that determination about him. Mm-hmm. Like he has got those wild eyes, and like you know he could do anything.
1: And he's a pretty physical guy. Like he does a lot of stunts and shit, and I feel like he's pretty fit.
0: You know, yeah, that's true, yeah. I am the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, would you fight dirty?
1: Like, let's say you're. In I a, mean, I think I would have to if I had a, if I was gonna have a chance.
0: <laughs> you're on this set of Mission Impossible, like seven or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. let's say accidentally you break a COVID protocol, like your mask <laughs> is hanging on your chin or something. Yeah, he comes up to you and he's like the fuck? Do you want to fight? He takes the beer bottle out of your hand, smashes it against the desk, and, you know, he's holding the jagged edge to you. Like, how dirty do you go to preserve your your life against Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. You know to kick dirt in his face?
1: Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd probably have to go for the eyes. He's kind of short. I was gonna say, like, hit him in the nuts, but I don't, if he's, like, a lot shorter than me, then it'd be hard to, like, <laughs> I could probably still get a knee in there, but I don't know. I feel like the eyes would be the quick, safe bet. Okay. Extend the arm, get some distance.
0: Right, he's the cool. arm is your advantage because yeah. you definitely got a longer arm than he has.
1: Yeah, so that, that would be my strategy. Yeah. Disable. Go for the eyes. Get some distance. If I get a good jab in the eye, I can probably sneak up on him and like take him down from behind and like kick him while he's down. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you'll kick him in the nuts. <laughs> You no, know, but sometimes I think, like, uh, Tom Cruise is, like, one of those Shaolin monks that, like, those militant guys who practice martial arts, and, mm-hmm. like, they're they're standing in the courtyard, and, like, the old master shows up, and he just kicks them in the nuts over and over, and they just scream, ah, ah, just taking it. <laughs> I feel like Tom yeah. Cruise would be in that camp. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's smart to go after the eyes, because he wants, A, anything on the face, He's going to be protective of. Like, yeah. if you give him a black eye, that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars, or at least tens of thousands of dollars, of production money down the drain because either shoots got to get delayed or, you know, they got to reconfigure lighting and makeup or mm-hmm. all sorts of things. But the nuts, it's like he might not even have any. <laughs> it's the one part of Tom Cruise nobody's ever seen on film yeah if i had to put money down on a fight to the death Mm -hmm. between fan favorite ian dixon and tom cruise i would say fan favorite ian dixon wins Hmm. because you're willing to go as far as necessary (laughs) 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 and and tom cruise he's gonna have all these other thoughts in his mind coming into this conversation i was thinking you know tom cruise was the crazy one the one, the wild card, but really, mm-hmm. it's you, Ian. Mm. You're the wild card here. Okay. Uh, email in if you think uh, if, if if you think Ian could take Tom Cruise. Okay, so I want your opinion on how this fight would roll out. Me versus today, Michael Sarah. <sighs> Uh, I don't know
1: that I've seen Michael Sarah in the last ten years.
0: That's a good point. I don't think anyone has. Let me see. I'm gonna get a latest. Late, 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 let me get the latest picture. Of Michael Sarah.
1: I was gonna say he might already uh, be incapacitated. You wouldn't have to. <laughs> as far as we know.
0: I Google him. He's on an iron lung. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only person in America with polio. <laughs> There's no pictures of him in 2021, it looks like. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's only done voice acting work recently. Wow, maybe mm-hmm. he is. Maybe he is in some situation. Wow, mm-hmm. and here I am just beating the shit out of uh, <laughs> 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 paraplegic Michael Sarah or something. <laughs> yeah. This is this is why it's... we need to make this a pay-only podcast.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to even imagine that. Like, I don't really picture either of you looking like you're like real aggressive or like uh, I feel like it would just be more of a a shouting match like talk (laughs) shit but nobody really actually wants to get into a fight
0: (laughs) like we're just both talking to our own groups of people being like I heard he likes country music (laughs) like this is the here's the here's the latest picture I could find of him it's from 2018 He's with an actor that looks a little bit like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And he's got bad facial hair.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not a very imposing dude.
0: I think I could Uh, kick his ass.
1: I think you probably could.
0: Yeah. Because he's probably got that same... You know, though, actually, now that I think about it, the same reason Tom Cruise, let's say, wouldn't (laughs) want to get his face marred, in a production, um, mm-hmm. Michael Sarah might want to get his face marred in a production. Like yeah, Michael Sarah, open him up to some tougher roles. Yeah, like if uh, like he goes to his next casting meeting, looking like uh, he just got into a scrap, he could be the next Ed Norton. Maybe. Yeah, he'll come up to me. I'll I'll like punch him right in the eye, like thinking that that's a big weakness of his. And he'll, 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 his face will just slowly turn right back to me, and he'll be just like, uh, You think I care about this? <laughs> you think this is harming me? Oh, you've given me life like I've never had before. See me in the next Chuck Palahniuk novel adaptation. Oh see me in the next Quentin Tarantino with my marred nose. Billy Joel style. Yes. <laughs> so what did we learn today?
1: Uh damn, what did we learn? Uh you too can be uh news outlet if you just kind of bullshit what's going on. And, uh, I guess lists are good. Preparation for things. You should probably try that.
0: (laughs) Particularly for grocery stores and and podcasts. Yes. Alright, so, I'm gonna need the Scott Castigators opinion on this one, I think. Because, I don't know. Like was this it like I think there was a lot more pressure on the performers of this podcast because we didn't have a lot of like juicy list items. Yeah. But there are some good I mean, moments we did, in here. We did create a new genre of music. We yeah, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> like we're practically rock pioneers within an hour of conversation just from the sheer pod energy we exude, you know? Maybe those moments of uh, nervous anticipation are what lead to the gold.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. So, there's that. So, uh, do we... Uh, w- w- here's the last thing that David, Sneaky D himself, the Dread Pod King, had against us in the previous episode. He said that mm-hmm. we just abruptly stopped giving him praise as Pod King for the for the outro. That, of course, we want to keep... What's his problem? He wants us to praise him at the end? <laughs> he wants more praise. Like, that. <laughs> like I can bring out the text that says it. Let me see. I'll bring out the text. I'll read it to you. He's a jealous pod king. He is a jealous pod She'll king. She'll have no
1: other pod kings besides him.
0: Right? Straight up Old Testament about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We had a long conversation about how Joe Rogan's an asshole. Um, Let me see. Mm -hmm. So let's go up. Let's go up. Let's go up. Oh, He talks so much. Let's go up. Okay. There he is. Wait. Okay, here we go. Wow. Never have I seen slash heard you guys struggle as hard as when it came time to say one, one iota of praise to your pod king
1: what he said was that a part of the pod that we were like let's praise david and then we couldn't think of anything like i don't i don't even remember (laughs) i think it was (laughs) how that would have come up in context yeah
0: yeah so um david just just know we praise you right there's praise yeah no praise casual
1: david's good people i just like uh his pod kingship hasn't really affected how i pod yet <laughs> i haven't gotten any direct feedback from david so i'm just kind of still doing what i'm doing uh, so i'm not gonna make any judgments about his pod kingship
0: okay that's fair i'm with that yeah all righty so um will hail scott cast glory be to scott cast From all of us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission otherwise known as ScottCast, I bid thee adieu. See you later, ScottCastigators. Oh-ho! Now that was nailed.